Hey, it's Anne-Marie. Before we dive into today's show, I just wanted to give you a heads up about a very special seven-part series, my standout Be Heard and Influence series, which I'm running over on Instagram. So if you're not already connected with me over on Instagram, just head on over to at Anne-Marie Coach and uh, you'll be able to join along. Today's podcast episode is all about communicating with intent to be understood with special guest Jean Barr. Now, with the restrictions on travel, with attending conferences and events and networking meetings, numerous businesses have taken to marketing their businesses online. Now, when things return to semi-normal, I think there's going to be a lot more emphasis and focus on businesses marketing their businesses online, which means now more than ever, it's so important for you to get totally clear on your message so that you can cut through the noise and be found by your ideal client. So over the next seven days, starting from Monday, my time, so head on over to Anne-Marie Coach and keep monitoring and you'll be able to see each and every post. I'm going to be talking about the why this is so important. I'm going to be talking about what sort of information that you need to be really clear on and continue to integrate within your content strategy. I'm going to be talking about the who, but specifically the core components, the specific things you need to get clear on. I'm going to talk about the how. I'm going to talk about the mindset that you need to have if you want to position yourself as a trusted authority and everything else that you need to know so that you can stand out, be heard and influence and be seen as a trusted authority by your ideal clients. So head on over to Anne-Marie Coach and I'll see you then. And now on to today's show. Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy, Stand Out, Be Heard, Influence. My name is Anne-Marie Cross, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says, kiss, keep it simple sunshine. Joining me on today's show is Jean Barr. Jean, well, she is a master sales trainer and master sales coach, championing productivity, performance and profit for sales professionals and companies alike. Now, listen to this impressive qualification list. Jean has an MBA, a business management diploma, sales diplomas, marketing diploma, adult education diploma and governance certificate, which makes her the thought leader to speak to around mindset mastery behind the psychology and neuroscience of sales. Now, specifically on today's show, Jean is going to share how we are all different and as such we communicate from a personal framework and state of mind or state of mind as well as that communication is an art. Welcome to the show. Hey thanks a million Anne-Marie I really appreciate being here. Thank you for asking me. Thank you everybody for being here and for listening. My, My goal today is to give anybody that is listening or everybody that is listening a tip or, or something that they're going to learn, take away and be able to put and use in their own businesses, whether you are a business owner, 
in sales. Well, actually, let me just define that. I believe that everybody's in sales. I'm not really interested what's on your business card because we're all there and we all have to communicate. So true. And let's face it, I think sales <clears throat> being referred to as a dirty word. It's one of those things yeah. that so many people love to hate. But I'd love to ask you, Jean, what was it that attracted you, that, that really drove you to really become highly skilled in this area and now, of course, be passionate about sharing this message? What was that? Oh, Anne-Marie, I think like for most salespeople, I fell into this. I started off as a nursing sister way back when, and then I went to go and work as a receptionist for a British engineering, which is, I don't think the company's around any longer. And they had me on their reception, and there was an incredible general manager called um, Justin Dawes. And Justin obviously saw something in there, and he came to me the one day and he said, look, I've been listening to you talk to people on the phone and engage with them and, you know, calm people down and sort things out. And he said, I think that you'd be good in sales. Would you be interested? And quite frankly, I thought the man was completely nuts. But I decided that it was an opportunity that I really couldn't turn down, and I said yes. And so I started an insurance in the British Engine uh, Insurance Company, and that goes back probably till uh, 1980 probably. And my journey in sales is that I've been lucky enough, I don't know that there's luck, but I have. I've been privileged enough to be tutored by or, or have some really good role models and some people who've taken me under their wing and and encouraged me and, and motivated and made sure that I had the tools for the trade. And more, more importantly, I think mentored me a, along the way. And so I, I started an insurance uh, in sales and for me, it was it's been the most amazing journey in the whole world. I love it to bits. I'm passionate about just engaging one person at a time and helping them to go through the sales process and understand that it's not a dirty word. It's not one of those professions that you fall into when you've got nothing else to do. That it is one of the hardest professions around, that you've got to engage mind, body, and soul 24 hours a day. Be on your game, do lots of homework, and, and seriously be absolutely passionate about engaging with your clients in a space where you become a trusted advisor to them. Nice. So gone are the old sales tactics where you've got a key, a car, and some brochures, and some business cards, and a cell phone, and you go out there and you, you wake up in the morning and you go, hmm, wonder where I should be and wonder what I should be doing. Nah, that's not where you should be. And if you're doing that, you're in trouble, trust me. Yes, yes. Um, and, and, and that's just coming out of COVID-19, we're really in a very, very different place from when we went in. And we, we, we need to be looking at things incredibly differently and through a different lens and from a different with a different mindset 
we're going to talk about the fact that we are all different and I'm assuming when you talk about that you're talking about you know the individuals that we talk that we're speaking to and building a relationship we need to be mindful of that but I want to touch on a point that you mentioned just now and that we are in a different environment we need to change mindsets and we need to change our approach and for many of us you know organizations here in Melbourne Australia where I'm based we're in a second lockdown I was just chatting um, on WhatsApp with one of my colleagues and there's a hint of another country and around the other side of the world that is possibly looking at a second lockdown. Many organisations are still not through this because as a globe we're not through this. What are some of the things that from as an organisation, and this is even true if you're a solopreneur or you've got, you know, a bigger business, we still need to follow similar principles what are some of the things that we need to be mindful of moving forward to help us navigate through this change? What are the, some of the things that we need to have in place and, and, and our approach and mindset? Let's talk about some of the changes that are needed. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I personally believe that communication is king, all right, that we need to get back to basics. Gone are the days of shooting out emails and texting people. We have to engage. We've got to engage with absolute intent with our clients, uh, with our colleagues, with our peers, with staff members, with our teams, um, with everybody that makes our business what it is. Mm. And to that end, I think one of the key things that I engage with when I talk to teams or talk to people, business owners, salespeople, is around understanding your personality, how you come across, how you engage with people. So are you a socializer? Do you go out there, you vibrant, you um, chatty, you just want to know everything about everybody. You're not really good at, at the final details and you, you just, you just want to engage with people. Now that is going to do the hidden of the analyst person like your doctor, your lawyer, your accountant, your engineer, because they're all about facts and figures and they don't want to do the whole small talk thing. So you've got to understand what your personality is, how you're coming across, but more importantly, the other people around you and how they communicate. And then, of course, how best to communicate with them. Now, this isn't trickery this isn't manipulation this isn't any rubbish like that Mm -hmm. this is just simply about understanding who you're talking to what kind of person they are so that you can communicate with them in the best way to get their attention to get them on board and to have a genuine conversation with them Mm -hmm. because it's about connection so if you're not connecting with people you're having a conversation but you don't understand who you're connecting with and how you're coming across, you're going to have disconnection with that person. Let's pick up on that. You're saying that now even more so, we need to be very mindful about our communication styles, having an awareness, doing research on to whom we're speaking to and their preference. I think that's even more so important, as you were saying, because of the fact that things have changed and so we need to be far more mindful of how we approach people. Now that many of us are starting to do networking and communications online, what are some ways 
that we can start to observe or find out a little bit more about the person to whom we're going to reach out to? Are there some things that you've been doing that um, has supported you in that? Because it's it's great to be able to uh, respond and, and interact, but how do we find out what that other person is like, what, what their preference of communication is like? So I think being in the digital age, Anna-Marie, one of the things we have to you do is use it to our advantage. So mm. Look up the company on the company's thing. Look on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Do your homework. Yes. And and LinkedIn is the leading business page. So look at that. But to get a better idea of the person, look on their Pinterest, look on their internet, look on uh, Twitter, Facebook, look on all their pages to get a, get an idea. Look at some of the things that they may be engaged in. You know, uh, look on the internet, pull up their name, and you may see um, links to a gentleman I was talking to yesterday is into race cars. I would never have known that. You know, what other businesses do they run? Do they have a, a family? Do they do they run their little their, their kids' little league baseball game or soccer team or netball team? So find out about them. And I think that when you're engaging with people, be very, very clear around the value proposition that you bring to them, all right? Yeah. Because one of the things that I have noticed on, in, on internet since lockdown is that everybody and their dog is on the internet. And I've got emails, probably about 120 emails a day of people offering me one service or another. Yeah. One of the things that we've got to do is we've got to understand the value proposition that we bring to our clients because we've got to help them to understand why they should choose us as opposed to 20,000 other people they could be dealing with. Because if they don't understand how you're different and what it is that you bring to the table, you just become a commodity or just some noise. And then they would evaluate you on the basis of their framework or what they know. So you have to reframe that person's idea of what it is that you would bring to the table. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And and again, I think the way that we explain that or share that has to very much be in the way in which they would appreciate that. So in other words, if someone is very chatty, they may tend to write big, long paragraphs, whereas someone who is more factual... I just want the facts, you know, that that kind of thing. One of the things that, and I'm sure you would find many people struggle with, well, how do I broach a conversation? And maybe there is no, it, it is really finding out if there is a need first, but how do they go from building the relationship first, being interested, being curious, speaking, in your case of the example that you shared, someone who loves racing cars, you know, making maybe making a comment online about that. How do we then take the conversation from that? That, to see whether there is a need. Is there a nice way? To, is, is there a question maybe? What sort of things or approach would you say would be a, a good approach online? Um, any insights to that? I think it's about engaging and saying, look, for me, I'm in sales training, leadership training, coaching, business advisory services. So right now we're going through COVID-19. There's a lot of companies out there that are closing down, restructuring, 
uh, going through some HR stuff, and then also repositioning their company, their offer, their products. So could I have a chat with you about where you're up to at the moment, uh, what that looks like now and moving forward, <clears throat> and see that if I can have a chat with you and maybe have a strat put help you put a strategy in place around what that looks like for you. Yeah. Because what I've found is that people know what they they know what they've got to do, but knowing and doing are two different things. Yes. Salespeople, business leaders need to understand right now, apart from the personality profiling and communication styles and all the rest of it, is research is showing at the moment that the people who are going to have a job 2025 and moving forward are those people who have invested in themselves, who understand EQ, emotional quotient, how to reflect, how to, how to come back, how to see how they're behaving, how to also be really quiet and, and talk to their clients, but ask more questions mm. than, than, than talking. Yes. And, and people who have the soft skills package, that is key to everybody moving forward. And one of the things that we're seeing, Anna-Marie, is that with COVID-19, before COVID-19, there were a lot of people that had some uh, mental health, emotional problems, all that sort of thing, that they were just coping with and they were just, you know, just, just walking through. Mm. But what we have found with COVID-19 is that with the isolation, with, with people losing their jobs, with an increase in um, family violence and a whole bunch of things, uh, companies having to liquidate or just close their doors because they simply can't do it anymore, there's a greater increase in, in, in mental health. And so I think that our role in sales, when we're talking to people, we have to look at it in terms of a holistic conversation. I have the philosophy that you that you make a client, you don't make a sale, all right? So you have a conversation with a client and you talk about them, you, you build that relationship where you are, are having, you asking some quite in-depth questions. Now, that is a skill. Not everybody can do that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, you'll know for yourself. You, you ask somebody how they are, what do they say? Good. Fine. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> the standard questions. <laughs> I'm yeah. good. Yeah, good. Fine. <sighs> All right. So I think what we've got to do moving forward is salespeople need to be a trusted advisor. So they're not a salesperson, they're a trusted advisor. So they've got to find out as much as they possibly can about their client. Yeah, brilliant. You know, the fact that you mentioned too that LinkedIn, and I, I totally agree, LinkedIn is such a, a, a valuable, rich uh, platform to connect and even to learn. You know, there's so many more opportunities. And I think mm -hmm. from a business perspective, perspective and you talked about holistic and I think this is where so many businesses need to look at their their divisions so you're talking mm. about 
sales divisions. Well, how can sales work with marketing, content development Absolutely. to collaborate? Because imagine if you, because you just said a, a number of different issues that I'm sure many businesses are going through. They're reestablishing. Where are we going to position ourselves mm -hmm. in the market? need to adjust we need to pivot or what one of my clients once says i'm repivoting my pivot because she's mm, being mm, fluid you know mm. imagine if the marketing team wrote a rich article that spoke into the expertise that the business could support the sales team asked them great questions to start the conversation mm. and the a potential person's a client says actually we are struggling with that we've created an article go and read here um, you know you yeah. may pick yeah. some insights yeah. Now, you build trust, but you're also building a level of authority there because imagine that article enabled that new connection to think we never thought of it that way. Mm. So that's kind of where you're saying, you know, provide value, ask great questions mm. because the conversation that comes from that is is going to, to help you continue to build what we know is Absolutely. so important, like trust, yes? Absolutely. And... The, the other thing, of course, is that with being a trusted advisor, with having, with growing your self skills, mm. you've got to be intentional in your conversation. Yes. And intentional in your conversation and intentional. Um, Just men mentions that someone who knows you, but they're not logged in. Uh, <laughs> so we don't know who that is, but said, oh, you won't have Jean. But this is what the conversational intelligent to be built is huge now. And that, I think that it really is. what you're it talking so about. Is. It so is. And and I think that when we're engaging, it, it's, not a, it's not a case of 20 questions or the Spanish Inquisition. Okay, we're not going that place. What it is, is a really intentional conversation with somebody and, and helping them, asking those very deep questions that A, they may not have thought of, B, they may have thought of, but it was in the too hard box, B, and another thing could be just the fact that they're in simply in overwhelm mm -hmm. and research has shown that when you are in overwhelm, you actually do not have the ability to focus, to process logically, mm -hmm. and to to formulate a, a process or an idea. Yeah. And so I think that's where a lot of business owners are at the moment. And salespeople particularly, I don't think have grown the skills or, or been able to grow the skills to be, to be able to have those incredible conversations with people. I, I, I just think that at the end of the day, we've got to really and truly focus mm -hmm. on how we're showing up and show up with intention, show up with honesty, authenticity, and great integrity. So you're not in there to get a sale. You're in there to build a relationship with a client and be their trusted advisor and help them in their journey as they, whatever that is, as they they move through this process and into the next part of their business journey, whatever that looks like. Yeah. I think what you've just mentioned there is a huge um, eye open, especially for businesses who may be 
setting expectations for the sales team to deliver um, mm. results because I think as everyone, you, you mentioned some key points. I mean, we could have, we could unpack all of that and have many shows and, uh, you know, many hours to speak on this. But one of the things that you said there, people who are overwhelmed unable to process mm. those sorts of things. Yeah. So what we do not want to do is have a, our sales team forced to, to load up many more no, no. to already overwhelmed people. But the fact that what we can do now is become a trusted advisor is to be there, provide support from a viewpoint of really building a relationship. And yeah. I love you said with integrity so that, you know, the, the building blocks I think in the foundations we build now in the relationship will hold us in good stead as companies start to um, determine the way forward. And if we've been the trusted advisor that's happy to share, maybe get articles or what other resources, guess who they're going to reach out to when they are ready to, to step forward and, and get support? It's going to be the person who's taken the time to become that trusted advisor, yes? Yeah, write articles, do a blog, um, Look at look at the industry trends around the world. Look at the different ways your competitors uh, or the people in, in your industry or dealing in your products or your services. How are they showing up? What are they doing? Um, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. I'm going to be honest with you. You do need to be on top of it. You do need to know what's going on. You do need to know what other companies are doing so that when you're engaging with your client, you can bring some of those into the conversation. Because what I've found is that people actually stay in their own little world and and they they go hard. Salespeople from now moving into this, one of the biggest things that they can bring is the ability with soft skills, integrity, authenticity, doing homework, do your homework, understand your client, engage. Now, it's not about the hard sell. It never was, never will be. It's not about the hard sell. It's yeah. simply about having a conversation but a conversation based on the fact that you have done some homework because when somebody knows that you've done some work around who they are, what, what they do, they will engage with you better. If you arrive there and you can't say anything about their company, about what they do, their products, any of their competition or anything, they are not going to engage with you because to their mind, you're just coming to sell me something. Yes, yes, yeah. It has to lead from value, doesn't it? And that's what you said right at the beginning because unless we lead from that, um, we're just not going to cut through the aura of people now who are online. And it's even more so now, I think, because of so much more overwhelm of content and information being shared. And for many people, particularly if we look at um typically, you know, when you think of sales, not that people were going around with the car and the briefcase and the business cards and so forth, but even kind of on, online, many of the people that they may now be speaking to, the online world is quite foreign to them and Absolutely. we don't know. So we need to be mindful of that too as yeah. we approach 
catch them because we want to eliminate as best as we can that potential barrier and just make sure that our conversation and how we relate to them does not just become another added pressure um, overwhelm to them and so we need to when we move forward in that way how can I make this conversation um, even better for them valuable so that someone actually looks forward to hearing from me because they know they're going to take a tidbit away they know they're going to have an insight or just even feel better imagine if we became the person that people love to interact with whether it be via text whether it be let's get on a zoom call and they enjoy that because they know through you know, the experience of being with you, they're going to feel better. Um, and, and obviously you become that trusted ad- advisor. And I uh, think one of the things that you said up front is that we need to use the KISS principle. Yes. Now, whatever you, this, the second S is that you use, my version is keep it simple, sunshine. And it's not dumbing down, all right? It's just about keeping your communication simple because the simpler you make, you can you you the simpler your conversation is the quicker i can understand what you want me to understand your value what it is you're bringing to the table the quicker i can understand then the quicker i can make a decision yes. about whether i continue to engage with you but if you make it so overwhelming that i'm left sort of in a world of pain going what the heck then then i'm not going to be then i'm not going to engage with you because it's just in the too hard box so i'm just going to cut you out and that's got nothing to do with um who you know with you as a person or your company it's just that you haven't communicated in a way that i understand therefore can process and make a decision Mm-hmm. And I think one of the other things that we all need to understand is that we are all tuned into the one radio station and it's called WIIFM. So what's in it for me to do business with you? Yeah. All right. So that's what I'm thinking. Yes. Your, what your client, what you've, what we have to do is we have to translate that to our clients in terms of what's in it for them to do business with me and us. And I think that that is just, it's very simple, but we've just got to get our head around why people would want to work with us. And it's not a a hard thing. They want to work with you because they like, because people work with you because they like you. They trust you. You know your business. You can help them. You're providing a solution. It's not hard. But it's about us. The, 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 the whole thing lies with us as we communicate with our the, the people that we're working with or want to work with. Um, and I think that that is so important it's it's not about us it's about our client yeah. and i think that if we focus on not making a sale but making a relationship yeah. making you know engaging in in that in in the space where you're a trusted advisor where you're walking alongside them i actually told a team of salespeople last week that where you actually are working for them in their company but not being paid by them yes 
Yes, brilliant. And it completely changes the relationship too. And I think for many people who originally really um, felt awkward to do with sales, I think it's it's mm-hmm. it's transforming it by saying, well, you don't actually, if you just continue to lead with value, ask great questions, the ones that are going to, to enable the conversation to be enriched and very much focused on how can we provide support? Can I share an article? Is there a resource? Can I connect you with some, become that trusted advisor? you'll almost get to the point where someone will say to you um how can i work with you you know Mm. we need to work i think we need to work together more Mm. uh and that's so true even more so now i think with the the environment that many people are faced in because at the moment there's a lot of unknowns there's a lot of uncertainty but what we can be certain of is that when it comes to relationship Mm-hmm. Uh, building relationships it can take time so what a great opportunity yeah. it is now to be able to lead with value lead consistently um mm-hmm. we continue to to build those solid foundations now the person who was commenting and said there's gene is pat pat armistead so you you are oh. each other <laughs> pat is an absolute legend just love her to death she's an aussie uh she was here in new zealand and she's gone back to you guys which is a little sad but she's an incredible person incredible Yeah, so there you go. Look, uh, Jean, we have just scratched the surface uh, in what we shared today. However, it's certainly given people some food for thought moving forward. If you're not implementing and 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 just not um focused you know when you're talking about sales rather relationship building becoming that trusted advisor now really is such a good opportunity to do that Uh, how can people find out more about the awesome work that you're doing how can they best connect with you jane so um my website is training co.nz there's some training platforms if you just want to have a chat with me there's a, a connect thing just go and book a time and let's sit and have a chat and see see how I can help you see if you want to work with me I'm not everybody's cup of tea but some most a lot of people do like me so <laughs> that's important well we've had a great um, conversation uh, today so we've certainly broken the ice for them anyhow and when you go on the website, there is a, a video of Pat actually interviewing me. So that will be there. Oh, well, there you go. Love that. Love, love, love that. Um, love that I can connect with awesome people such as yourself. And and uh, thank you very much for the time today, for sharing your insights. We're all in a situation where we're having to re- revisit what we're doing. However, what we do know is important that whether we're sitting in today's environment or whether in a year's time, two years' time, whatever, it is about relationships, how we approach others. And I, I think moving forward, the integrity you spoke about, the the excellence in the work that we provide, whether we're in product and service, whatever field, it is going to lead with that so that we continue to build that know, like, like, and trust even more so important in the environment that we find ourselves. So thanks once again for coming on the show. Hey, thanks so much, Anne-Marie. Have an incredible thing uh, for those people that were online. Hopefully uh, I added, you know, if there's anything you want to know, give me a call, catch up with me, book an appointment. Let's have a chat. I'd love to help you. I'm just so passionate about helping people to succeed
Um, but thank you so much. And Maria, I'm a complete fan. You're, you're an amazing lady. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Vice versa too. Thanks, Jane. Bye for now. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry? Access our free five-day money, marketing, and mindset boost masterclass. Go to www.industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass. That's industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass.